Welcome everyone to the Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club. I had to turn down my headset because it echoes like crazy, and even then it's going to echo like crazy anyway over the airwaves. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, today is Wednesday, May 24th, 2023. It's good having you with us. Um, for the first segment, we're going to talk about local news and weather. That's usually the staple for segment one. Segment six is local news and weather, obviously. But before we do, let me get some swell. Yeah, we'll worry about that later. Let's just get this over with and done with. <clears throat> let me just refresh this because there's a ad here telling me the rate ad inserter. I might have to log in again. I don't know. It's not wanting to refresh for some reason. Just try. There we go. And there's that ad center thing again. Alright, here's a weather forecast for you guys. Right now it is 45 degrees outside of clear sky, and there where it's pretty sunny. And here's a cool story. Uh, Wednesday will be 72 degrees, sunny. Thursday will be 75 degrees, also sunny. <coughs> Friday will be mostly cloudy with partly sunny. <coughs> 79 degrees make it the hottest day, but not that hot compared to the last few weeks, obviously. <coughs> Sorry about clearing my throat. I just have a hard time talking right now. Um, Saturday, it'll be cloudy mainly, 68. And Sunday, it'll return to sunny skies again with a temperature of 70 degrees. Well, ain't that nice. <laughs> but anyway, um, now, um, yesterday, you may recall I was talking about in the last segment about that Galaxy 1 Quest Arcade or whatever. Yep, it's here in Dallas. We we were just passing it yesterday on the way back from, like, who knows where. And it's literally right next to Domino's Pizza and the cool bakery over there. That used to be Press Coffee, which apparently moved to Fall City now. Isn't that interesting? Um, but anyway, yeah, the Galaxy 1 Arcade is a cool place to come. It's run by this girl and guy. I, I think it was, like, Wayne Memphis or something like that, I don't remember. But I do have the segment online on our website. You can go check it out while you can um, at trickyfoxradio.ml. Um, it's part of it's just it's like a post that it's a blog post that says TFX Morning Club for May twenty third, twenty twenty three. We'll also be uploading this one as well, just because we can, because you'll like it. It's it might be a little bit better quality. And by the way, we're not doing that same. We're not doing a phone tap segment this um today. Instead, for segment one, we're doing obviously what we're doing right now. Segment two will be celebrity news. Segment three will be food talk. Segment four will be Pokemon news. And in segment five, we'll do stuff a little bit different. What's on TV tonight? And basically, I'm going to go to tvguy.com and see what's on TV tonight. And of course, segment six is the usual final thoughts plus local news and weather. But anyway, um,. What else can I talk about that's related to local subjects? Um, 
<clears throat> I can't really talk a lot about local subjects ever since all the um, local newspapers decide to paywall everything now, which really upsets me because, yes, I will admit... Now, let me tell you a story that this happened. Originally, back before the internet wasn't a thing yet, they were able to give all this away for free because they didn't know at first that people were going online to read all these stories. Because everyone would much better buy the actual paper and read it that way. But of course, when COVID hit, that's when everything went uphill and whatever, and people started reading on the internet instead of reading on the paper itself. And they figured, you know what? Why don't we just go ahead and pay all our articles that people were reading for free initially, and that way people will much better pay for this than for our paper. Simple as that. So yeah, that's how it all turned out to be. Now I really wish COVID hadn't hit. But to be fair, this stuff has been going on since like mm, 2013, 12, maybe. I don't know. Ever since those smartphones came into existence, like the iPhones and Androids and stuff like that. So yeah, um, so probably around 2012 or 13 is is really just the start of all this and that was just the start I think it really started hitting everyone like the late 2010s when self when smartphones were definitely obvious because at that point iPhones Android everyone had at least an iPhone or Android at least one people didn't have those some um, crappy um, flip phones anymore like they did in the mid 2000s mid late 2000s at that point smartphones were a necessity at that point, in my honest opinion. But anyway, um, let's go ahead and get some stuff in the queue now for you guys. Um, I'll start things off with some commercials. Um, I'll start things off with a public service announcement, I guess. <clears throat> commercial that were coming up um, followed by two songs. <clears throat> Let's see. Um, okay. Um, probably do f- <clears throat> All right. I'll do that then. That's just normal, by the way. But anyway, um, and coming up in two minutes, we'll have a commercial break for you guys, which I know is boring, but that's just how we roll. And coming up after that, we'll have some music for you guys. We'll have Miley Cyrus's Jaded, a new single from her newest album, Endless Summer Vacation, which I believe was released like one or two months ago, I think. Maybe a month or two ago, sometime in March, I think. I don't know. Then coming up after that, we'll have uh, Miguel's Sure Thing, which recently has gotten heavy airplay on this station. How many places has it gotten? Um, 
97. Compare that to Jaded, which only got 24. So yeah, I'm sure Fink is becoming a big hit on the station, by the way. But you should take a look at how he plays Calm Down God. That got, that's like over 100 now. In fact, I remember Calm Down was the number one song on the media-based chart, believe it or not. Um, but yeah, um... I'm pretty sure I got this program recorded on our, ma on our um, production system. I think we do, so... Yeah, I'll be able to uh, get this going for you guys later on our website as an embedded player, so... Yeah, um... Also, Aunt Lou will be on the afternoon shift, by the way, so oh well, but she'll... She'll still be able to this morning show, believe it or not, thanks to the fact that I'm recording this on demand. So, yeah, um... Pretty cool. Really cool. But anyway, um, just before I get off, I'm going to tell everyone that the next segment coming up is Celebrity News Course of TMZ, so I better get that prepared. But anyway, you're listening to the Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club for Wednesday, May 24th, 2023. I am Jesse Atkinson. We will be right back right after this. That was Miguel, sure thing. Before that, I believe it was probably Cyrus' Jaded. Yep, it was. Anyway, uh, it is now time for celebrity news, courtesy of good old TMZ. <laughs> we'll start with the first story. Um, let's see here. Um... Vanderpump rules are Ronnie Maddox, not Ronnie Grande. Ronnie Maddox says Tom and Rachel had sex in the guest room. Well, she slept nearby, that is. In my own house. Ronnie Maddox says that Tom Sandoval cheated on her with Rachel Levis while they were all in the same house. Even when Arani was sleeping in another room. Isn't that interesting? The Vanderpump Rules star made the stunning revelation in her new interview with host Alexander Cooper on the Call Her Daddy podcast. In Wednesday's episode, Arani explains that Tom, her former boyfriend, and Rachel, her ex-best friend, were sneaking around behind her back and jumping into the sack with each other. And it was all secretly going on as the on as the free were filming VPR this past season. And I believe there was a post here on Instagram that says just when you thought you heard it all, get ready for Ronnie Maddox to drop even more bombs hashtag tonight. It looks like this was posted on Instagram. I don't know when it was posted, let me see if it'll say. Nope, not gonna happen, but it was posted by Caller Daddy, the podcast that is, some audio here. But yeah, um, that's on Instagram, by the way. Uh, but anyway, um, Arani put it like this. I think they had sex in my guest room while I was sleeping in my own bed, that he and I went to bed in together, and then he left the bed and went to the guest room and, uh, and effed her. Basically, I, I said, the reason why I said F her is because, because it was in the F word, and since this is on the radio, I don't really feel like cursing on this station, obviously, since this station is for Pokemon fans. Anyway, uh, 
Arani also addressed speculation that she and Tom had an open nine-year-old, nine-year relationship. She said, honestly, I think that rumor came from him, meaning Tom. She added, Tom never told her that we were never monogamous, and according to Arane, they were still romantic, sleeping in the same bed and going out on dates, even on Valentine's Day. Celebrity Brothers, that looks like um, Jonas Brothers, but anyway, um... Then Arane tackled Tom's claim he repeatedly tried to put the kibosh on their relationship. She says that the two discussed calling it quits during an hours-long convo and when she threatened to abandon the reality show, move out of L.A., and deactivate her Instagram account as well. And Arane made one point... Abundantly clear, she never wanted to kill herself even though Tom claimed she threatened suicide after their breakup. She said, I was saying that this life will be over for me because I'll go do something else. I'm not talking about physically harming myself, you know. There's a, here's the Inventor Puff Rules podcast. This is from TMZ, but this is on um, Spotify. Despite warning signs, Arani admitted she ignored the fact that Tom was hanging out more with friends at bars while she was sitting home alone. (laughs) She said, I trusted him so much that I trusted his perspective on things. I think I was caught up anyway. I'm a smart girl. I could have dug deeper, but I just simply didn't. Oh, well... (laughs) Here's another one, O'Hare Airport Insanity. Brawl breaks out in baggage claim and was caught on camera, but I'm not going to play the video, obviously, but I can at least tell you what's going on. Um, <clears throat> about a dozen travelers got into an all-out brawl at Chicago's O'Hare Airport with lots of, with lots of fist flying, hair pulling, and rolling around the floor. Check out video posted at Twitter. It shows guys and girls getting to the knockdown. Again, I'm not going to play the video, obviously. Drag out fry, fight Monday night, the baggage claim area, Terminal 3. Unclear what triggered the violence, though, but the scene quickly turned chaotic and the participants started wailing at one another. Now, you'll see that three men wildly throw punches on the luggage carousel. <clears throat> Women try to pull out each other's hair while grappling on the ground. One woman is barefoot, having lost her shoes during the W the double W the, during the double W E like battle royal. <laughs> anyway, um, thankfully police arrived to break up the fight before anyone got seriously hurt. Well, ain't that nice? Chicago PD said that two people were arrested. Because they sparked the melee by assaulting one of the women during the argument. Both suspects were charged with battery. Whatever that means. <laughs> Alright, let's read one more. Oh, here's a TMZ exclusive. Tom Sandoval and Ronnie Maddox, late friend Allie, found collapse in the parents' house. <laughs> 
Oh, this is nothing more to do for Ronnie, but okay. Tom Sandoval and Ronnie Maddox's late friend, Allie Rafkick, collapsed in his parents' house before he was eventually found dead. TMZ has learned. Ooh. Allie's sister, Rabay Rabbi Rafik, tells us her mother found Allie on the floor of their Saint Lu- on the floor of their Saint Louis home Friday afternoon and says and she says it appears she had fallen and hit his head on a table. Uh oh. We're told Allie was found dead on the floor around 4 p.m. Friday, about three hours after they believe he actually passed. He had called his father from the house about four hours earlier, though. There's another Instagram posted posted by um, Tom Sadova one which, of course, we were also talking about earlier. I think, I don't know, who was cheating on someone, I don't know. This post is also on Instagram, by the way. He's holding, like, some sort of cup in a hot tub, I don't know. Allie's sister says her brother had no, no known illnesses other than asthma, and the family didn't believe that was ever a serious issue for him. We're told there were no signs of foul play and no indicators as to why he collapsed. Ally was a big footie who loved to post pictures of his meals, but his sister says he was not overweight or unhealthy anyway. Arafiks are Muslim, and Ali's sister says the religion calls for bodies to be buried ASAP. So the family buried Ali on Saturday, right after his body was released to the family. Because Ali died Friday and was buried the next day, we were told Tom did not have a chance to fly out to St. Louis in time for the burial. We were told Tom got to his hometown Sunday had been spending time with Ali's parents and visiting the gravesite to say goodbye to his friends. And Allie's sister says that Tom's parents attend Saturday's funeral and FaceTime with Tom so he could feel like he was there. And Ronnie sent flowers as well. Now as we reported, Ronnie looked somber Saturday when she got back to town from her trip to, NB- to, from her trip to New York City paying tribute to Ally with a social media post. Tom also shared a remembrance post. Ally's sister says his death certificate cites organ failure as the cause of death, but the family is still waiting for toxicology reports to learn what really happened. And we're also told that Ally's friends are playing a celebration of life in St. Louis, and possibly an air memorial in Los Angeles. And I think that's it, guys. So, yeah, um... I just realized we are right out of time now. Well, almost, actually. In fact, we're pretty much out of time now, actually. So I need to hurry up and get some stuff in the queue now. I'll replay that. Um, I think that's my mom, by the way. Getting ready in the living room, you know what I mean. Um, probably can't hear it, but oh well, um... 2.5 uh, 3.5 Oh, let's see. We'll just do that one. All right.
Mode. Songs are so goddamn short these days, guys. Just saying. Anyway, I think that will work perfectly. But anyway, we'll be right back on the Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club. I'm Jesse Atkinson. We'll be right back right after this. That was Escapism by Ray and 070 Shake, I believe. But anyway, uh, now we're on the food talk now. Let's get this show on the road. 59 cool cucumber recipes. Well, I'm not really a fan of cucumber, but oh well. Um, but anyway, um, let's take a look at something different. How about that? Let's take a look at these peanut butter chocolate chip cookies. This is actually from a review, but we're going to check this recipe out anyway. This was submitted by Hever Fever. I love these rich, very sweet, addictive cookies. I adapted this recipe from what I found and lived on allrecipes.com. I remember that website too, by the way. I have altered it somewhat to suit my taste and my preferred baking techniques, but this is based on the recipe known there as Aunt Cora's World Be- World's Best Cookies. The cook time is per batch, cooking one sheet at a time, by the way. But anyway, here we go. Ready in half an hour, in other words, 30 minutes. This could, by default, it yields the 36 to 48 cookies. And there are eight ingredients. Let me tell you what they are. One cup of sweet unsalted butter at room temperature. One cup of sweet creamy peanut butter. Please do not use reduced fat versions. Please use Jif or Peter Pan brands. Those ones work a lot better. So, yeah, you're probably going to, I know they're very expensive, but you will be getting your money's worth out of this. One cup of granulated sugar. One cup of brown sugar. Or you can use one cup of light muscovado sugar. Make sure it's packed. Two large eggs. Two cups of all-purpose flour. One teaspoon of baking soda. Not baking powder. Baking soda. And two cups of semi-sweet chocolate chips. How about that? That's it for the ingredients. The units are measured in the U.S. After all, we live in the U.S. We refuse to go metric sometimes, but oh well. <laughs> all right, anyway, directions. Step one, preheat the oven to 325 degrees Fahrenheit. Again, U.S., not metric. Step two, have ready at least two baking sheets lined with parchment paper. Step three, cream the butter until it is smooth. Step four, add the peanut butter and both sugars and beat until they're combined well. Step five, add the egg and beat well. Step six, stir in the flour and baking soda gradually until well combined. Step seven, you stir in the chocolate chips by hand. Although if you're going to do it with your hand, I would suggest using a glove, though. Gloves or whatever, like those, um temporary gloves that are clear or whatever because I would not really recommend stirring them with your hands yourself with just your hands. Please use gloves please. Anyway I'm step 8. Using a meatball scooper or a spoon at least scoop out small portions of dough 
and drop onto parchment lined cookie sheets, leaving two inch gap between each cookie. Step 9. Bake for about 15 minutes or until the cookies are just firm around the edges. Don't overbake them though. If you wait until they are brown on top, they will be too hard. Step 10. Slide the parchment sheet, cookies and all, carefully off a pan onto your counter and set a new piece of parchment paper on your baking sheets and just repeat until all the dough is baked. Step 11. Meanwhile, as the next batch bakes, remove the baked cookies from the parchment and let cool completely on wire racks. Step 12. Wipe off the crumbs from the old sheet of parchment and you can then reuse it for your next batch. Then step 13. These will keep about three days stored in the cookie tin for crisp cookies or an airtight plastic container for softer cookies. And that's it. Let's see what the rating is. Pretty high too. Yep. 4.6 stars out of 5. So yeah, really cool guys. They're really sweet, very rich, addictive cookies. You can check this recipe out at food.com. Just search peanut butter chocolate chip cookies while you're at it. But yeah, uh, let's get some stuff to queue now, guys. How about that? I might go off a little bit late early though, I don't know, we'll see. Um, um one, two, two point five three four. see what we got here. We'll do a short song again. I don't know. I'm running low on songs though. Yeah, let's do a golden hour. Next segment coming up is Pokemon topics and related news by the way. If you're wondering. Um, but yeah. Um, uh, let's see here. Um, what should I do? Um, Stuff in that equate it to about uh, even 10 minutes. Um, and we'll just man up and do nobody gets me by six. Uh, how about that? Anyway, coming up after commercial break, we'll have Jake's Golden Hour. The, the A and Jake is a V, by the way. And after that, we'll have SDA, otherwise known as SZA sometimes, with Nobody Gets Me, a clap, which is a pretty good song, by the way. Kind of depressing, in my honest opinion, but. Hey, it fits. <laughs> Some people like it. It's no longer on the mainstream charts, but oh well, we'll play anyway because it needs some airplay at least. Back, how many plays has it gotten on the station, I wonder? 18? That's uh, okay, I guess. Well, well, I got quite a bit, obviously, but anyway, um. But anyway, f- that'll be coming up after the commercial break, so yeah. 
For those peanut butter cookie recipes are really good. They're very rich, very addictive, very creamy as well. You can put them in a cookie tin if they're crisp in an airtight container if they are soft. So yeah, um, they seem to be very good, guys. But anyway, coming up in the next segment, the second half of the show, we're going to have um, Pokemon-related news and topics. How about that? I think for that segment, we'll mainly focus on what's coming up on KHKJ TV and stuff like that, just because, um, just because I don't think there's anything new, other than the fact Pokemon goes just really all the Pokemon companies have been talking about. But anyway, you're listening to the Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club. We'll be right back right after this. Don't go away. That was Still by Gets Me by SCA, otherwise known as SZA. And before that was Golden Hour by Jake. Jake or whatever. <laughs> anyway, I went ahead and go to the official Pokemon website anyway, just because um, I don't think I really have anything else to say about KJJ or the fact I'm still recording um, well, still working on um, Gates to Infinity, but that's about it. But anyway, um, here's another sneak peek at Scarlet and Violet Paldea Evolved. Take an early look at more of the cards in the upcoming expansion, including powerful new Pokemon EX. Let's take a look at that. Chien Pal X, the Noivern X, and more in Pokemon TCG. Scarlet and Violet, Paldea Evolves. Taking their early look at some of the, um... Okay, yeah. Taking their early look at some of the incredible cards that can be found in the upcoming expansion. We've already checked out some of the cards that await the next Pokemon trading card expansion called Scarlet and Violet. Paldea Evolved, which actually arrives on June 9th of 2023. But with over 190 cards discovered in the expansion, there's still plenty more to see, you know. Let's take a early look at some of these upcoming cards, shall we? Gen Pal EX. With icy fangs glistening amid a whirling snow, Gen Pal X looks incredibly fierce. The combined might of its ability to attack shores that can be fierce in battle. Two. Using Chen's Pal's X's Shivery Chill ability, while it's your active Pokemon, can bring two Water Energy cards from your deck into your hand each turn. Attaching the energy to Chen Pal X boosts Hail Blade attack, which does 60 damage for each Water Energy you discard from the Pokemon. How about that? Next, Dendra. If you find you're running low on cards, Dendra can come to your aid. The Naringia Academy and Yuva Academy Battle Studies teacher appears to be taking a hydration break, but she's always ready to act as support. When you play her card, you must put a card from your hand on the bottom of your deck. The trade-off, though, is that you then draw cards until you have five in your hand. All in all, it's a good way to replenish your available cards, you know. Just saying. And it says you may play only one supporter card during your turn. Up next, Noivern EX. 
Glowing green plasma bursts fly around Noivern EX as it swoops into battle. This dragon type Pokemon EX has two attacks that not only cause damage, but also affect your opponent's next turn as well. First off, its covert fly attack does 70 damage and protects the Pokemon from any damage that might be caused by opposing basic Pokemon. Now, if you suspect your opponent is playing to play any special energy or stadium cards during their next turn, Noivern EX's dominating echo attack prevents them from doing so. And it also does 140 damage as well. Isn't that cool? Up next, Wattrail. These Wattrails certainly look excited as they swoop around the water's surface through a curling wave, given that they hunt by electrocuting aquatic prey while flying. One must wonder if the Wattrail are looking for lunch. Whatever their motives for this watering flyby may be, given Wattrail's United Wings attack, it makes sense they're flocked together. The more Pokemon with United Wings that you have in your discard pile, the more powerful this attack becomes. So even members of your team that haven't taken out a play can still support your efforts. Boss's orders. Bathed in moonlight and draped in his colorful cloak, Jeffus strikes a commanding post on his on this latest incarnation of the Boss's Order supporter card. But what is the true mastermind of Team Plasma demanding of all within earshot? Team Plasma made their debut in the Black and White series, by the way. Why? He's ordering them to disrupt your opponent's strategy, of course. By playing this card, you'll switch one you switch one of your opponent's bench Pokemon into the active active spot. Will you pull in a weaker Pokemon for a quick knockout? Or maybe you'll have a powerful attack rate that can take down heavy hitter your opponent has weighed in the wings. The decision is yours. And with deficit orders, others are compelled to obey. Boy, that nice. Anyway, you'll find these cards and many more in the Pokemon TCG Scarlet and Violet Paldea Evolve expansion, which will be released on June 19th. June 9th, 2023. Isn't that nice? Anyway, um, that's pretty much it for that. Let's go back to the previous page now. Here we go. Now, um... Yeah. The Masters 8 Torment continues when Part 3 of Pokemon Ultimate Journeys, the series, arrives on Netflix. Isn't that nice? Anyway, um... Um, I don't know what else I could talk about. Connectivity between Pokemon Home, Scarlet, and Violet is almost here. This is something people have been waiting for forever now. Connectivity between Pokemon Home, Scarlet, and Violet is coming soon. Learn more about moving Pokemon from Scarlet and Violet into Pokemon Home. New features are available on the Nintendo Switch app and more, which I do have, by the way. The original version of this article stated that Pokemon Home would be updated on May 23rd, 2023. 
But the launch date is to be announced now, which means we, they don't know yet. And Pokemon Home was released on February 12, 2020. It is a utility and is available for the Nintendo Switch and also along with iPhone and Android devices. And it's only a one-player game. Well, obviously, it's not even a game, but it is... You know what I mean. Anyway, um, Pokemon Home will soon be updated to version 3.0.0, and players will be able to link Pokemon Home with Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Linking Pokemon Scarlet or Pokemon Violet to Pokemon Home will allow players to move Pokemon freely between Pokemon Home and their game. Just remember that Pokemon can only be moved to games that they appear in. For example, Dolly, Dolly or whatever cannot be moved to Pokemon Sword, Shield, Brilliant Diamond, Shine Pearl, Legends, Arceus, because it does not appear in those games. A Pikachu from Scarlet and Violet, however, can be moved to those games because it appears in none. Additionally, the terror type of Pokemon moved to Scarlet and Violet will be determined by their original type or by their original type or types. But yeah, um, you can celebrate this new connectivity between Pokemon Home, Pokemon Scarlet, and Pokemon Violet by receiving a special gift. When you transfer Pokemon for Pokemon Scarlet or Pokemon Violet into Pokemon Home for the first time, you'll be able to receive a Sprigato, Fleco, and Klaxi with hidden abilities as mystery gifts in the mobile device version of Pokemon Home. Bring them to your game and have even more fun on your adventures in Baldea. And these mystery gifts can only be claimed once per Pokemon Home account. You'll also be able to, um, be able to bring roaming from Gringlow from Pokemon Go into Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet yeah, Pokemon Home. For more details on how to catch roaming form Gimgol in Pokemon Go, refer to these instructions on connecting Pokemon Go to Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet. Additional instructions on connecting Pokemon Go to Pokemon Home can be found here at home.pokemon.com. We're almost out of time, but you know what? Let's just read the rest anyway. Additional features on Nintendo Switch. From version 3.0.0 onward, there will also be a variety of features added to the Nintendo Switch version of Pokemon Home. You'll be able to exchange Pokemon Home points, which you can then receive based on the number of Pokemon you have in your Pokemon Home boxes for League Points, LP, that you can use in Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet. The more Pokemon you move to Pokemon Home, the more items you can buy in Paldea. It's as simple as that. You'll be able to change the Pokemon details page to display information based on the games that Pokemon has been in. Doing so will allow you to check information about Pokemon from whichever game you please. You can use this feature while viewing your Pokemon home boxes without being connected to a game. When bringing a Pokemon from Pokemon Home into a Link game, you'll be able to change the moves it knows from a list of moves it has learned up to that point. These moves are limited to moves that can be learned in Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield, though, along with Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Pokemon Shine Pearl, with some moves excluded, along with Pokemon Legends Arceus and Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet. And this will allow you to have your Pokemon know the moves 
you wanted to before moving it out of Pokemon Home. Enjoy gathering and training your Pokemon from Paldea. Why well, that nice? But anyway, um, that pretty much does it for this segment, guys. So, um, so, um, yeah, um, I'm gonna make up for this. I'm just gonna add some commercials here, um. It'll just be a little shorter commercial break to make up for this, um, 2.5. But anyway, you're listening to the Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club. Coming up, we'll have, um, what's on TV tonight? How about that? And that might count Netflix, too, so... Stay tuned. More of the Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club will be right back. Don't go away. That was I Like You, a happier song featuring Gojo Cat, Post Malone. Before that, I believe we had, I can't even remember now. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. I Endure Move by 24K Golden. Ain't that nice. But anyway, um, it's time for What's On TV Tonight. Discover what to watch today. Get recommendations across all your streaming services and live TV, including Netflix, Amazon Prime Video, Hulu, HBO Max, Apple TV Plus, and Paramount Plus. The ones we pay for, well, never mind. Um, anyway, I'm not going to say anything like that's personal. Anyway, um, but we can look at the TV and movie recommendations at least. Handpicked recommendations to watch right now. Let's take a look at the seven shows like Teen Wolf to watch if you do like Teen Wolf. Let's see this. Here we go. Seven shows like Teen Wolf to watch if you like Teen Wolf. They will have you howling. This was posted yesterday, by the way. Full Moon or Not, MTV's Teen Wolf. Hold on. Okay, yeah, good, okay. Anyway, um... Full Moon or Not, MTV's Teen Wolf is worth sinking your teeth into, you know. An adaption of an 80s comedy movie about a teenage werewolf who really kills it on the basketball court doesn't sound like a likely hit, but the TV series sure became one. The one it was talking about earlier was the 80s movie by which we'll have seen, but it wasn't the best, but I still think it's good. But the TV series, however, though, is seemingly a good one also. Teen Wolf, which premiered in 2011 and actually ran for six seasons until, like, mm, 2017, I guess, gives Scott McCall's Tyler Posey story a much darker spin than the film does. And I'm not just talking about ditching the basketball for a cross. Showrunner Jeff Davis took the Teen Becomes Werewolf comedy and turned it into a bona fide teen drama with a, with a major supernatural mythology and some unforgettable villains. It was such a hit, in fact, the series recently got its own revival movie on Paramount Plus called Efficiently Teen Wolf the Movie. Teen Wolf has all the mysteries and monsters you would expect from a supernatural show, but the best thing about it, it was always the human aspect. The wedding friendship between Scott and his non-werewolf best friend Stills, Dylan O'Brien by the way, the teen romances and the parent-child relationships, there was nothing like a Stills and Sheriff Stilisky hug. It's also a series, it was also a series that wasn't afraid to have fun or shy away from earnestness. 
So if you're looking for more supernatural shows with that same attitude, below you'll find options of both the teen and adult variety, plus one superhero show just for good measure. Teen Wolf. Um, there's also more recommendations. There are the best shows to watch based on shows you already love. You have to sign in for that, though. <clears throat> the best shows to watch on Hulu right now, and the best supernatural shows on Netflix, Max, Amazon, Hulu, and much more. We'll start off with Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It feels obvious to say, but we have to say no Teen Wolf the series without Buffy the Vampire Slayer the series. Buffy Summers, Sarah Michelle Geller, and all of her saying, slaying, glory paved the way for old Scott McCall. <clears throat> the beloved WB and UPN series ran for seven seasons from 1997 to 2003 and not only delivered the hero we needed at the time, but really made the case for smart, fun, supernatural teen dramas. Geller's performance is iconic, but Buffy once survived Sunnydale. It was a literal hell mouth, by the way. <laughs> Without her gaggle of friends and allies, <clears throat> lovingly called the Scooby Gang, including Willow, played by Allison Hangen, Sander, played by Nicholas Brandon, and Gills, played by Anthony Stewart Head, just to name a few. It's that chemistry that between the whole assembled cast that really makes it such a delight to revisit after all these years. How about that? Being Human. It's loading YouTube for some reason. There must be a YouTube video embedded. But then again, it does say something about an Outlander season for some reason, so it probably loaded that into memory now. Of course, we're not going to read that. But anyway, um, a werewolf, a vampire, and a ghost all get a house together. Nope. It's not a joke. Okay, it's a little silly. But most of, it, of it's, it's the premise of supernatural drama being human. The Dramedy, which aired for four seasons on Sci-Fi from 2011 to 2104? It should say 2014, actually. So they must have mislabeled that. But anyway, the original UK version actually ran from 2008 to 2013. And it is actually streaming for free on Freebie, which is the new, um, which was originally um, um, IMDB TV, but it's called Freebie now. You can check it out online at Amazon.com. Just search Being Human or click on Freebie and search Amazon of Being Human or whatever. You should find it. Anyway, um, didn't shy away from the stillness, but also wisely has a whole lot of hearts. Josh, played by Sam Huntington, our reluctant werewolf, grapples with a lot of denial and self-esteem issues. At first, excuse me, at first only seeing himself as a monster. Vampire Al Dan, Sam Widower, which sort of looks like, uh, Jacob from the Twilight Saga series, but anyway, um, has been around for 200 years and is fighting evil forces in order to live a semi-normal life. Sally, played by Megan Rath, has died under mysterious circumstances and is left to figure out her unfinished ghost business. Even as the show dives deeper into its own mythology, it's always grounded by the relationships and chemistry between our three characters. In short, you might come for the supernatural story, but you'll save for the relatable human emotion. 
All right, let's check out um, this last, well, we only have like three minutes, but I'll just say these ones really quick. It's bad enough it's already loaded this next article. Anyway, Sleepy Hollow, this one was released back in 2013 or something, I don't know. And it stars Kata Winter, Tom Misson, and Nicole Behar, Sleepy Hollow from Fox. Next one, Supernatural, which is on Netflix, by the way. Just go to Netflix.com if you have it and search Supernatural. And believe it or not, there is actually 327 episodes of the show for some reason, which is pretty interesting, actually. So that means... It's going to get weird for a long time because it stars Jensen Ackles and Jared Padlecki as Dean and Sam Winchester respectfully. They're brothers who hunt demons, vampires, ghosts, and the like. And it is for a good show. But settle in, baby, because it will get weird for 327 episodes for a long time. It's probably off the air now, but it is a really... I heard it's a really good show. It aired on the CW back then. And partially the WB as well. Nancy Drew, for an air well-known IP given the Drum Drama series, Sorry, Nancy Drew, starring Candy McCann. You can watch that on Max.com. It's only a shoplinks.co link for some reason, but it is on Max, which is what used to be HBO Max, but recently they changed it to just Max. Lockwood & Co., starring Ruby Stokes, Allie, and G. Mashmata and Cameron Chapman and Lockwood and Co. Which is on Netflix, by the way. It's they is a fun, fresh take on the genre of supernatural. I love cheese. Cheese is not knock. And some people can be lactose intolerant, but it's a fresh take on the genre. Killer production design, unique characters, and genuine scares, and a sharp script. What more could you want for the supernatural use, really? And um, last but not least, just before that, Outlander Season 7 post um, is is a superhero series called Superman and Lois, which is also on Max. As Werewolf, Derek Hale, and Teen Wolf, Tyler Hoechlin nails the brooding, reckless hero thing. <clears throat> Starring Elizabeth Tullich and Tyler Hoechlin and Superman and Lois on the CW, which gives a fresh spin to CW superhero show. Now, sure, there's a lot of superhero stuff there for fans of the genre, but Superman and Lois is at its best when it learns into its family drama framework how the cans function as a family unit. This series sees Clark and Lois raising two teen boys in Smallville. By the way, I have seen the original Smallville, by the way. It was great. And how this very complicated marriage works is paid the same amount of attention as aliens come to destroy the world yet again, and the series is all the stronger for it. But anyway, that will do it for this segment. Um, we pretty much have ran out of time at this point, so yeah, um, I'm going to go ahead and get some advertisements in for you guys. Um, five. I guess that's good enough. Um, but stay tuned. More of the Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club will be right back right after this. Don't go away. 
That was Rita Ora featuring Fatboy Slim praising you. Released recently this year in 2023. Before that, I believe it was Lavender Haze by Taylor Swift. Well, ain't that nice. Anyway, um, I guess we can read at least one news story. Again, they paywall stuff a lot, don't they? <laughs> American Pie by Don McLean. Yes, they have Polkaio Radio, by the way, so it's not the only radio, or not the only radio station here in town. Not counting the um, Spanish station here in town, by the way. <laughs> anyway, um, let's see what we got here. Um, we. We already read about that gaming universe expands in Dallas, by the way. Um, <clears throat> hmm. Stuff like that. Um, <clears throat> again, the Pool Coyo is a weekly newspaper, not a daily newspaper like the, um, um, like the, like the Statesman Journal, which unfortunately paywalls everything now, which is really upsetting me because. Yeah, um, and unlike the New York Times, you can't read anything at all now. Everything's really paywall. But I think the New York Times is getting away with that as well. So, yeah, um, how about this? Let's go, um, check out, um, one of the stories on one of the other radio stations nearby. We'll take a look at one on, um, on Z100 Portland, because at least they don't paywall stuff. And we can at least talk about entertainment news, at least. That's some good news. Um, Sean Mendez and... Let's just take a look at this story. Sean Mendez and Camille Cabello hold hands amid reunion rumors. Let's take a look at this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright. Sean... Sean Amelia is still going strong, everyone. Fans have been speculating that former couple Sean Mendez and Camelia Cabello have rekindled their romance. It looks like they are right after all. On Tuesday, May 23rd, the singers were photographed holding hands and smiling while walking down a New York City street. You can find the photos on page 6, by the way, at page6.com. The sighting comes just about a month after their PDA-filled reunion of Coachella in April, where they were seen kissing hugging and dancing amid the packed crowd. Now, shortly after that, Cabello and Mendez were seen holding hands on a stroll in Santa Monica. However, a source previously claimed that their reunion was a one-off, unfortunately. Sean and Camelia remained friends and left a lot of love and history between them, but they aren't dating again, the source told Page Six. They stayed in touch since their breakup and decided to meet up at Coachella since they were both going now. They've also claimed the kiss was a one-off to happen because one thing led to another as the night progressed. The two also called it quits on their relationship in November 2021 after moving than two years of dating. After over than two years of dating, I don't know. At the time, they shared a joint statement that read, we start our relationship as best friends, and we will continue to be best friends. Also, shortly after the Coachella reunion, Camelia shared a snippet as a, of a new song that seemed to directly reference Sean. Are you coming to Coachella? If you don't, it's whatever. If you do, honey, it'll be all I think about. She sings in the unreleased track. Now, you can check out Sean Mendez and Camelia Cabello's full relationship timeline here. It's just a link to iHeart.com. We'll take a look at that. How about that? Let's see that. 
If a low that is. Alright. Camila Cabello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Camila Cabello and Sean Mendes' complete and adorable relationship timeline. Um, we probably won't read all of this because this is probably a very comprehensive article. But, um, yeah, I'll probably just bookmark this for later list, for later looking. So, yeah, um, anyway, um, anyway, that's pretty much it. Um, anyway, let's go ahead and, um, refresh this, um, Weber article. Well, actually, let's do something a little bit different. Um, let's go back here and we'll go back into Notepad just so I can just don't have to worry about doing a Google search or whatever because we all know because I know the URL but I'm just going to play it fair and just do a little maneuver here alright the Weber channel not IBM business we're going to get our Weber from here this time um, let's just again it has acquired my location I guess as it says 55 Dallas Oregon let's take a look at a 10 day forecast how about that Alright, Wednesday the 24th, which is today by the way, some clouds this morning will give way to generally sunny skies for the afternoon, high 74 degrees, winds north at 10 to 15 miles per hour. Then tonight, it'll be 50 degrees outside, clear skies, low around 50 degrees, winds northwest at 10 to 15 miles per hour. Well, ain't that nice. And then on the 25th, it'll be 81 degrees and sunny, north 10 miles per hour. Friday, it'll be um, 82, mostly sunny, went north-northwest at 13 miles per hour. And then for the weekend, Saturday the 27th, it'll be 72, partly cloudy, northwest winds, 12 miles per hour. And then Sunday, it'll be 73 degrees outside, partly cloudy, north-northwest, 10 miles per hour. Alright, so that's pretty much it to it. Um, before I conclude this broadcast, let me just add some stuff to Q so we can finish this off. Um, what should I start off with? Alright, um, we'll just do the um, this one here. Alright, there we go. Let's see, um, that one, that's two, two and a half, three, and four. Close enough. <laughs> All right, and we'll finish it off with a with a two minute song, and then with a short two minute song, which I use. Um, let's see. Um, uh, I don't know. And that one. And last but not least, um, uh, that one. But anyway, this has been the Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club to finish off this. To finish off this show, we will have the Kid Roy Love Again and Rima and Selena Gomez Calm Down, which I believe was number one on the media based chart, by the way. In fact, um, let me tell you how many plays it's got on here 106. 106 spins right here on Tricky Fox Radio. Isn't that crazy or what? It sure hell is. And compare that to Love Again, only 27. But it will be 28 now, but even then, for that. Calm down song, it'll be higher than for that. So, yeah, um, major difference. But anyway, thank you for listening to Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club for um, 
Wednesday, May 24th, 2023. By the way, it has been exactly two months since Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Gates and Infinities came out. And I did do a, like a three hour, maybe two and a half, three hour special live stream on YouTube. Where basically I took a few breaks here and there, me playing Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Gates and Infinity. Really cool game, by the way. Check it out online at KJKJTV.ml. And probably better yet, look up KJKJTV on, on YouTube. You should be able to find something. I don't know why it skips like that. But anyway, enough said. I am Jesse Hackinson signed off for Tricky Fox Radio on Wednesday, May 24th, 2023. It's been good having you with us. Thanks for listening to Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club, everyone. Goodbye. <laughs>